Uh, right, hello uh, everybody. Welcome to today's uh, trading podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be reviewing the trading week ahead uh, from today, the 21st of September through to the 25th. So, uh, and it's these events that we're going to be going through that have the ability to generate movement. And that movement is the thing that's going to create opportunity for us as home traders. And that's what we're going to be going through. Um, my name's Adrian Booth. I'm the head of trading here at TrendSignal. And as ever, I'm joined with our chief analyst, Jerry Miller, who's going to help take us through uh, the economy, uh, the economics, the events, and what's actually going on. Jerry, hi, are you there? Hi, I am indeed. Morning, all. Hello. Excellent. So, um, well, this is my sort of favourite part of the the, the the podcast. We've uh, we do two podcasts a week. One sort of reviews what's happened, what do we know, uh, and now we can look at what don't we know yet. Uh, and that's really looking at the main events coming up for the week ahead. Uh, so, Jerry, why don't you kick us off? Um, what um, what don't we know yet? What will we know by, by the end of today? Well, uh, last week we had, gosh, three, was it three central bank uh, monthly me uh, policy meetings, which we dominated did, yeah. the news. Uh, and this week we've got central bank members on the calendar, littered through the calendar all week. I don't know how many times. I think uh, Jay Powell is speaking four times this week. He like He's going to need a lie down at the end of, uh, by the end of Thursday. He's got a day off on Friday, hasn't he? Bless him. It, that's his, on the fifth day he rested. Yeah, quite right. He yeah. needs a rest. Yeah. Um, but it is extraordinary. Um, you know, I, I've not seen so much in the way of uh, sort of scheduled speeches by uh, one one central bank. I mean, uh, anyway, there we go. Anyone, um, anyone right. would think there's a bit going on at the moment. Yeah. Well, there is a bit of a coincidence with things that are happening, but yeah, there's from testimonies to speeches to God knows what. But uh, uh, anyway, we start off this week. Uh, there's a holiday in Japan. Uh, for those of you who are wondering why the Nikkei was um, unchanged, um, it's a holiday today and tomorrow. So uh, we won't get the US market, uh, sorry, the um, Japanese markets reacting. Gosh, and, and if the way things are going at the moment, the Nikkei is going to have a bit of a swoon on Wednesday when it sees what's happened today. Um, but um, yeah, so we have the first um, uh, one of uh, Jay Powell. He's the chairman of the Federal Reserve, uh, the central bank uh, of the United States. Uh, so when he talks, the market listens uh, and he could drop any, he might drop a few clues about what they've been discussing, some personal thoughts and uh, preferences that he might have, uh, which can influence the market. It certainly can in influence the, the currency markets and definitely the stock market. Um, but uh, that would be interesting if you said something bearish to give it another kick this afternoon. Crikey. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's this afternoon. Uh, Tuesday, uh, we'll jump another day. Um, we have um, our Andrew Bailey, uh, the governor of the Bank of England. It's difficult getting used to his name, actually. But yeah, he's uh, he's I talking a couple last of week, actually. You get so used to certain names, don't you? Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, he's a little less uh, public than uh, Mark Carney. Uh, he sort of well speaks when he has to speak, but he's talking at the British uh, Chamber of Commerce. But like most things at the moment, it's an online event. Uh, and again, anything that you know the governor of uh, any of the central banks, major central banks, says can be uh, picked up by the markets, and it can cause a bit of volatility. So something to watch out for just in case uh, presumably maybe... presumably we're on watch to hear anything about negative rates uh, in the yeah, uk i'm guessing absolutely the way the market reacted last um, thursday yeah anything he says i suspect he might be thinking i better not say anything about negative rates <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't yeah. work last time but it, it, i i they're, they're quite guarded these um 
these uh, central bankers, but he, it depends. Sometimes they do let their guard down when they have a and a session and say something they shouldn't have said, you know. Uh, so yeah, so um, Mr. Bailey on uh, Tuesday. Uh, then we go back, uh, then later on in the afternoon, yep, we've got Mr. Jay Powell again, Jerome Powell testifying again, uh, or not testifying again, but he is testifying. Uh, that's in the um, at the House Financial Services Committee. So that's again in Congress is what I meant to is, say. Is he literally re regurgitating the same speech, or is it all talking about different stuff? Uh, in the... uh, talking about different stuff, actually. Yeah. So um, wh whatever the topic is, whatever he's called in to speak about, um, that's what he'll be talking about. But sometimes, again, they, they they put a blanket high impact sort of reading on it, forex factor, because it's possible he can say something that discusses employment or unemployment or, or monetary policy or interest rates. And, and that's mm. what drives our markets, Adrian. So uh, we yeah. have to be a little bit wary. You know, suddenly when the guy's talking at 3.30, the market has a complete spike down or up. And everyone says, well, what's happening? Uh, and, and that's often the reason uh right on to wednesday probably the most important day of the week really in what uh, despite the fact that um there are quite a few on the calendar um but the, these are all coming out uh, on one day this is the manufacturing and services pmi so pmi stands for purchasing managers index uh, what they do is they poll all the different services and manufacturing businesses um uh, for their data anything above 50 basically means that the uh, sector is expanding so you'll note everything is solidly above 50 uh, but it's all relative so these numbers have, have to have had to rebound from the depths of the uh, lockdown in um, april may and june when the numbers just fell off a cliff yeah and, uh, anyway uh, the numbers generally are continuing to uh, improve um, we've got the Eurozone, first of all, uh, watching out for any signs of the recovery faulting really in, in, in both the Eurozone, UK and US economies. Uh, in the UK, the softer numbers are expected, but that's basically after a blowout from the previous month. Uh, so you can see the UK numbers, uh, yeah, 52, expected uh, 54 on the manufacturing side, but the services yeah. are a bit softer. Remember, services are so much bigger than our manufacturing base. Uh, it's roughly 80-20. Yeah, approximately. Uh, in the US, uh, sort of ditto really in keeping with the UK, we're expecting softer numbers in the US, but still well above 50, which is important. Uh, yeah, so 50 is sort of status quo, isn't it, from the prior yeah. period? So, so, so the key thing is, if it's better than consensus, it'll be good for, if it's the US data, it'll be better for good good for the dollar in sterling. If it's better than it, consensus, it'll be good for sterling, et cetera, et cetera. Worse, it'll cause the currency to weaken and the stock market uh, potentially to weaken, yep. depending depending on how much yep. it moves. Uh, then we've got Jay Powell with his daily um, um, speech. Um, yeah, uh, he's, uh, this one actually is quite interesting because this one's about the, the impact of the COVID-19 um, ep epidemic. So uh, yeah, um, obviously that's all encompassing. That will probably be the most interesting speech of the week to be fair. So uh, uh, that is, uh, yeah, three o'clock. And then regular crude oil inventories. Well, with what's going on in, with crude oil, Adrian, with what was probably a distorted week, it may still be distorted this week with the effects of Hurricane Sally uh, causing that shutdown in the Gulf. But um, market looks soft, doesn't it, really, after that run-up yesterday, uh, last week? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I mean, certainly we're expecting last week, you know, what was it, about 2.1? Um, it was supposed to be a draw and it was a draw. Yeah, that's right. So that was quite a big shock, hence the yeah. um, hence the rally that we did have. Um, 
Uh, okay, and uh, Thursday? Yeah, uh, yep. Uh, weekly uh, unemployment claims. These are weekly initial unemployment claims. I should say these are people filing for the first time for unemployment benefit. Uh, that doesn't mean unemployment's going up, but it's just a measure of how how troubled the economy still is. If you're still getting big jump, big big bouts of uh, initial unemployment claims, albeit those that have previously claimed, a lot of them have gone back to work, but it's still something yes. we track. Um, and then, yep. Uh, Andrew Bailey uh, speaking for the second time this week uh, at three o'clock at the same time that Jay Powell is speaking, who probably will need, as you said at the beginning of this piece, a bit of a lie down now. That will be his fourth on the trot. Um, I, but the good news is it's, it is in the same sort of city. That I don't think he's it's either online or he's in Congress. So he, he's not having to go too far. OK, good. Bless him. Yeah, uh, and uh, durable goods uh, really finally on Friday. Yeah, Friday, durable goods. Well, uh, they've relegated this to sort of a medium impact number in, in, in days gone by. It used to have a lot greater impact, but it's the core number that we'll watch for. But again, you know, it, it has been recovering. Uh, any uh, downward revision or any for any miss on this would, would undermine um, the dollar and um, uh, equities. Uh, the core number, by the way, the difference, it excludes the very big ticket items, um, which actually ironically include aeroplanes. I say ironically because no one's buying any aeroplanes at the moment, but it yeah. does distort the number if uh, planes are included. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I think that's um, pretty much it for the week. We, you know, we obviously don't haven't mentioned too much about the SNB and the um, uh, RBNZ who've got their uh, rate statements. But again, you know, there's not really going to be any change in interest rate policy. Uh, are we talking about QE plans over there, Jerry? Not too hot on my uh, uh, New Zealand um, in, in New Zealand. Policy, to be honest. Well, I think um, they've actually fared the best out of any uh, developed uh, economy, to, to be honest. Um, but uh, they are suffering the consequences of uh, other countries um, slumping because obviously they yeah. don't have their, their, their export markets. That's what they rely on. Um, will will be having a significant impact, and of course tourism. There's none of that. So yeah, um, it, I, I'm I'm not altogether sure what's planned there. I haven't really looked into um, New mm. Zealand Reserve Bank of New Zealand. It's not something I normally follow, actually. <laughs> Perhaps I should. <laughs> well, it's it's. Okay, not to insult any New Zealanders out there, but it's not quite as important as the US dollar, is it? Shall we say? Yeah. But the, unless you but live the, there. Hmm? Unless you live there, I guess. Yeah, quite. Well, you know, it, it's uh, it's they're not expecting any change. Just looking at what I'm looking at here, which is not surprising. Yeah. I think they'll probably take their cue from a lot of other central banks, but with rates pretty much close to rock bottom in all developed economies, including New Zealand, um, really, you're left with two options, negative interest rates and more QE. Yeah, exactly. Certainly, it's been quite strong in the last week or two, uh, the New Zealand dollars, and it, it does have the ability to uh, create some movement there. So if you're running positions, that, i.e. Uh, looking to hold positions for a week or two, um, something like that does create an element of risk. So uh, it's often prudent to look to reduce um, uh, reduce risk into number like that. And similarly uh, with the Swiss franc uh, for Thursday morning as well. But I think that's pretty much it uh, for the week ahead. Um, otherwise, uh, everybody, uh, if you would like to come along and learn a bit more about the way we do things here at Trend Signal, 
we've got our own events uh, this week, uh, which you'd be absolutely welcome to come along to. They're free. Um, and if you want to book uh, an event and come along live, uh, learn a trading strategy, interact, ask questions, um, find out how you can become a better trader yourself, uh, then get yourself booked in for one of our upcoming events this week. So if you want to look at the schedule to find one that suits you, uh, just go to bit.ly, so bit.ly slash learnts, so bit.ly slash learnts. Get yourself booked in. We'll teach you one of our favorite trading strategies and help you to become a better trader. But otherwise, uh, for myself and Jerry, have a wonderful week's trading. Hope you make lots and lots and lots of profits and we'll hopefully uh, see you next time on Monday next week. All the best and bye-bye for now.